0: Hey. I think the Miami Dolphins here are going to win this game. I think it's going to be a good game. Also, battle the Alabama quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts and Tua. You know, Tua took his spot um, in the national championship game. Tua did lose his spot one part of the SC championship the year after. Jalen Hurts transfers to Oklahoma. You know, the rest is history. Now they're both in the NFL. But pretty cool to see two te- former teammates together playing. I know they're going to try and outdo each other. They're, they're, they are still friends. But I think too much Tyree Kill, too much Jalen Waddle, and too much Raheem Mostert. The Balls Podcast with Mark Davis, Chris Kameinhart, Luke Rule, and Nick the Doc Skirkwinds. Welcome to All About the Balls Podcast. I'm Mark Davis in the Sackhouse with the one and only Luke Rule. As we have no Chris Kameinhart, we were expecting that this week. No Nick the Doc Skirkwinds. He unfortunately had something pop up last minute. The show must go on though, Luke. The Ravens we're about to break down week seven, about to preview this week, give yeah. our scores. Ravens, a big game, probably the second biggest game of the week, in my opinion, as they host the yeah. Detroit Lions. We're gonna give that prediction soon. How are you feeling going into this week?
1: I'm feeling good. I mean, this will be the first like true test for us. I think I think the Ravens are starting to put things together as as long as we stop beating ourselves, I think we we're gonna be looking like a good team. So I mean, I'm excited for it. It's probably one of the one of the better games this week. There's a couple good matchups, but I think Ravens game has a potential to be game of the week, I think.
0: Yeah, I have that. And I have the, the all the Dolphins, Eagles, of course, and then the Chargers yep. Chiefs. So I think those are the three games I've been on. And then Tampa Atlanta, just it's it's just my team versus a rival, yeah. but as in like popular, like, you know, the what the country should be looking out for, those top three games right there is they can go back and forth. So Yeah.
1: And I think it's so, the first time think, too. You know, the the Ravens game is the only match of division leaders too. So two division leaders going head to head.
0: Eagles Dolphins too oh
1: true no,
0: yeah yeah because the because Bill's got two losses now so when they lost to the Jaguars so I mean
1: oh they, yeah yeah, yeah they I, I think I saw that stat before that that game happened
0: yeah so it's gonna be I think a good weekend of football and I was telling you before the show I think it's the first time that just me and you in the sack house I've done a yeah. show with Chris done a couple of them done a he couple is. with Doc so yeah you know uh Time to, I guess, pop that one-on-one cherry between the two of us. But hey, let's dive into it. We have time then. There's 13 games this week. We have time to dive into maybe a couple of these big games that we mentioned, you know, give a little better intake. But before we do that, let's go back to the records last week. Myself and yourself went 8-7 and seven straight up, which puts myself at 58-35 for the year. You're 63-30. and 30. Uh, For the spread, I was 7-8, and which I'm 50-41-2. and two. So, so there. You were 3 12 against the spread, your worst week against the spread with points. So, 52 40 and 1 on the year for yourself. Chris and Doc went 11 and 4 each. Um, So, Chris is 52 and 41, his best week of the year. And then Doc tied with me at 58 35. And then Chris, 6 and 9 against the spread. He's trying to get up there. He's 39, 52 and 2. He's under 500. Yeah, rough time for Chris. So, don't listen to his points. Listen to maybe. Straight up he's a little better at that. And then Doc nine and six against the spread. He's forty-seven, forty-four, and two. So it seems like myself, you and Doc just kind of like battling out for those three or those, sorry, those two uh different type of predictions. So still a lot of ball left. You know, we're only in week seven, and yeah. we're almost halfway through man. It seems like it's gone by pretty fucking quick this year.
1: Yeah, this season is just flying by. Like crazy we're already in week seven. Crazy we're hitting bye weeks already. All the London games are done. Moving on to the Germany games in a couple of weeks. So this season just flying by. Not, not excited for it to end. I've like, been like all offseason talking about the big moves happening. Now you see it play out a little bit, and now it's just almost halfway over.
0: Yeah, I know. I love it. Like We, we, we wait so long for football. We get the draft. We get the combine free agency. Like some, like, some good little, weeks. Like
1: little bits and pieces like here and there throughout the offseason. Now you just get it all, and it just flies by. Yeah.
0: It goes like because we're having fun. Time goes by quick when you're having a bad time. Like the offseason, it goes by slow. Yeah. So hopefully, it slows down. But hey, let's get into these picks. You know, um, we have a. I think we have a decent Thursday night game this this week for Amazon Prime. I think it's probably one of the better matchups on Amazon Prime this year. The Jacksonville Jaguars, red hot three game winning streak, heading into New Orleans as they face the Saints, who have been up and down the last few weeks. They they did lose last week to the Texans by a touchdown. They are the one point favorites though at home and. The question is is Trevor Lawrence going to play? I'm projecting that this game he is he was limited in practice, he has a knee injury. I think that even if he does play with that knee injury and if he does if, if he is a little healthy still, they're going to control the game with Travis Etienne. He's been balling lately. He's been red hot. I expect it to be still a defensive game. Jacksonville's defense has been pretty solid as of late. The Saints defense is the Saints defense. We know how good they are. They'll have moments where they where they suck and struggle, but for the m- better part of the year, they're going to be a good defense led by Cameron Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore, and uh, the, the Mario Davis, yeah, Davis out there. So. I think that this is going to be a more of a defensive game, maybe with some splashes of offense from here and there. Maybe Trevor Lawrence will get Calvin really the ball. Christian Kirk as well. Evan Ingram. He's got some talented guys outside, but I think the game is going to be led by ETN. Let him control the game. Keep the saints off the field. Our offense hasn't looked that that good anyways, unless you're the new England Patriots, but I have the Jaguars. Yeah. Winning 20 to 17. I think no matter who the, I, I I'm going to ride high with it. If it's CJ Beathard out there, I'm going to go with Beth. I think he's the backup. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence playing though, 2017 over the new Orleans saints.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think Jacksonville is going to have Trevor Lawrence playing this game. Uh, They didn't seem like they were too concerned in in the injury report. I mean, he was limited in practice too. I I think he plays, maybe he's not as mobile as usual, but I think they're going to lean heavy on ETN. Like they have the past few weeks. ETN has been eaten. Uh, New Orleans defense. I mean, yeah, they, besides last week, they've been pretty good. I mean, CJ Shroud figured out a way to dot him up pretty much the entire game. Like, CJ Shroud had an outstanding game besides his one interception. So, I think uh, Trevor Lawrence, with their high powered offense, like they have so much talent on their offense that I think they're going to be able to overpower the New Orleans defense. And New Orleans on offense just can't get it going. Like, he, Chris says his play calling and Derek Carr doesn't look like he's all there. I uh, mean, they have a lot of talent, but they just can't put it together. So, I'm going Jacksonville, uh, 24 new Orleans
0: 17 yeah and Doc's with us too he's got 21 19 for the Jaguars and Chris is lone on his team <clears> he's going 23 20 maybe he's anticipating Trevor Lawrence not being there I would love to hear his take because it's his team I like to hear what, what we all have to say about our teams because you know we think a little differently uh because we watch our games obviously we're not yeah. it's hard when you're watching red zone and like you'll see bits and pieces unless you're going back and watching the highlights like when you watch a whole game, you see a little more, but I think I think Jacksonville is the better team if Lawrence is out there and Etienne's balling. so I think just keep feeding him the rock is what you got to do.
1: Yeah, I like it. It's good for my fantasy team too. I mean, Etienne's just he's just saving me week in and week out. Now I lost uh, JJ. So, sending he, it 6 and 0 with Ryan Etienne.
0: You got a big week against Chris. He's 5 and 1. He's so right now if the playoffs end it, you guys yeah. would be the top 2 seeds. So, does he take that spot? And if he does, um I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if he beat Jake, but depending on what Jake does, it could be a three-way tie. And if Chris has beat both of you, he would be the one seed through seven weeks. So big week for you and Chris. Uh, oh, yeah, in the redraft the league. But
1: so, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm. I'm not projected too high this week so far. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, but you never know, though. Focus. You never. Know. Yeah, a lot of buys this week. So a lot of a lot of injuries. So uh, hopefully, CMC doesn't play this week. They can, they can sit him, and I'll probably have a good chance.
0: Oh, yeah, Chris does have CMC. I forgot about that. have yeah. yeah. CMC. And that's a tough question for him, which we'll talk probably on Monday night, but do you start him or do you sit him because it's a Monday night game? It's, is it worth the risk? We'll talk about that. It's the last game of the week, so we'll yeah. definitely mention that in a little bit. But let's move on to a game I had my eyes on, the Atlanta Falcons, coming off that ugly loss led by Desmond Ritter, I thought was the main reason we lost. We're two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who – Lost at home last Damn. week to the Detroit Lions. Yeah, they're Can only you guys two and have points. favorites. No, they are two. I'm sorry, we are two and a half point underdogs. I'm sorry. Bucks oh, are okay. two and a half <laughs> point favorites. No, okay, yeah. Yeah, it makes
1: makes sense. It's a close spread.
0: I mean, and it's early in the season, but the winner of this will be in first place. Uh Tampa's already there, but if because of bye weeks, we'll have more wins, they'll be at three and three. We'll be at four and and three just because that I could like half a game up. Saints can have a chance to still tie it. Just what happens with Tampa Bay and us. But mm-hmm. yeah, this was a game Luke. I was going back and forth on. I didn't know what to do. I know that you're going to Tampa Bay and I, I know these two guys. And the last time Ryan, that I was Ryan baker, <laughs> the last time I was alone on the Falcons, we won. I know it's on the road. So we have to get that one back because Ritter lost at home. So we'll, we'll reverse the psychology a little bit. I'm going to go Atlanta here. I think it, both teams are going to play more pissed off because of the way their offense has shipped the bed. And that's the problem. I think though, that, I think this is going to be a game that we get the run game back going. That's the problem. Bijan and Algier have been kind of shut down the last couple of weeks. I think Ritter comes out with a little more confidence again. I think he limits the mistakes. I think Arthur Smith is going to hone on that a lot this week in practice as we're going to the Tampa Bay. I don't think the bucks defend the Bay, though. I think this is a battle of two very good defenses. We are literally tops, like in yards, we are number four, and Tampa Bay is just outside the top 10. So, it's going to be a D I think it's going to be a defensive battle, but I think the offenses will make some splash plays a little more than the Jaguars saints game. So I'm going to go the Atlanta Atlanta Falcons here, 24 20 in a close game. Atlanta gets a four and three on the year.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's be a close game, but, uh, both teams coming off home losses. Uh, so it's tough. I mean, both teams are going to come out, come out angry plus divisional matchup. You know how this division is. They always play each other pretty tough, pretty close. Uh, I, I think I have a little more trust in Baker than I do Ritter at this point. Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay's offense hasn't really gotten it going, but they are only two losses against the two of the top teams in the NFC. So I think, I think they bounce back against the Falcons and they'll they'll end up pulling off the win. I think they're going to go 27, 24 Tampa Bay. And my
0: points are on Baker, just because we against good defenses, he struggled. So Atlanta, it's hard. It's so weird to say that Atlanta has a good defense. Like, I don't think I've said that in a very long. I know we had a good defense the year after the Super Bowl year in 2017 when we made the playoffs still, but we were top 10 that year. It's so odd to see the Atlanta Falcons playing defense. So, yeah. Uh, Ryan, it's Ryan be, Baker
1: until he gets nine wins. Yeah,
0: keep riding them, but I'm alone. Chris has got this, the Bucks 21-17, and Doc has the Bucks 28-21. So, we all have this game within one Damn. score. Yeah, it's a one-score game in our eyes. Yeah, and and Tampa – we did beat Tampa, and I think we beat him in Atlanta last year because that was Brady. He only played like a, a handful of drives. Technically, got the loss, which was his only loss to the Falcons, just because he started the game and got he benched himself because it was they had nothing to play for. But yeah, let's see if we can beat Tampa Bay. Yeah, two, I, two I don't times know why Brady
1: even like started that game at all.
0: I think it was to get like, just to keep the rust off, just to make sure he yeah. still has a little bit of game time. I think he only played like a quarter and a half or something like that, the most.
1: Yeah, that but, that, was, that was kind of a weird move by him. I mean, I don't think Brady really needs to shake get the rust off of I the moment he's fucking yeah. forever. And I'll
0: count it too. It's his only loss and he didn't have to finish the game. So I'll take that. We're one of the only teams. <laughs> he, uh, There's only a handful of teams that didn't beat Brady. Technically the Falcons, we beat them. So I'm going to ride with it, even though it's not a true win in my book. But let's move on to a, a team. We don't know who's going to be the quarterback because we don't know what's going on with us, Deshaun Watson. But the Cleveland Browns will either be led by PJ Walker or Deshaun Watson. They are two point favorites on the road to the Indianapolis Colts who Anthony Richardson came out. He's going to be having surgery, I think, next week. So it looks like he's going to be out for the year. So it looks like it's the guard of Minshew show. Hey, he's going to try and try out for a team, essentially. like He's going to try and put his yeah. name out there maybe for a, a team, kind of like what Geno Smith did with the Seahawks. But I think this defense for the Cleveland Browns, looked too good. We saw what they did to the Niners. I, I like the Colts. I like what they're doing. I wish AR would have been there. I, I was loving watching Richardson play. But I don't think with Minshew here it's going to be – um, a win for the Colts. I do think it's going to be close though, one-to-one score, but Miles Garrett, you know, you have Zedary Smith, you have uh, Denzel Ward, their linebacker core is good. Like I said, this is one of the best defenses in football. I have the Browns 24-17. Doesn't matter who the QB is for me.
1: Uh, Yeah, for me, it. I think it, it does matter who the QB is for me. I mean, Sean Watson's playing. It's easily, I'm going to pick the Browns, but Deshaun Watson's out. It's going to, I'm probably going to go to Indy just because I think, I don't think, uh, Gardner Minshew's going to play as bad as he did last week against uh, this defense. I mean, this defense is probably the top defense in the NFL. But I, I think uh, PJ Walker's going to have a little bit a worse game. I think the Colts' defense is pretty solid too. I think Colts are all around a pretty good team. Gardner Minshew, I think, is a little bit better at passing the ball than AR was. He just doesn't have that run threat as much. But uh, I mean, I, I'm I would assume Deshaun Watson is going to play this game. But I, would have, I would assume I would assumed that last week, and I would have been wrong. So I'm going to go uh, Cleveland with an asterisk that Deshaun Watson plays, uh, twenty four seventeen.
0: Yeah, you're getting that doc treatment where you're going to get the asterisk, yeah. and if PJ Walker plays and wins, you're still going to take that win. Yeah. So
1: my my pickums will be flopped. <laughs> I will flip yes, it. yes, <laughs> I will flip that pick.
0: Well, yeah, I I flipped a few last week me you and doc have the browns twenty four seventeen chris has the browns twenty two seventeen so we're all 22. around the same boat here Ooh. yeah twenty two yeah so I'm not sure maybe what happens there with the the mask safety maybe. get a safety you get a safety yeah you can get a safety maybe try and go for two you miss it you know there's there's a, lot, yeah. a couple different possibilities there you could' get it but Moving on to a game where I think I know where we're all going to go. The Buffalo Bills, who are eight-and-a-half-point favorites, traveling to New England to face the Patriots. The Patriots have been dog shit all year, minus the one win that they got. Uh, I can't even tell you who they beat. Oh, they beat the Jets 15-10, so it wasn't even a good win. It was an ugly win, and they didn't get blown out. They did play tough against the Raiders, but Jimmy G did get hurt. I think Josh Allen, he's had a pretty – I mean, his, he came out hot the second half against the Jaguars in London. He didn't have a phenomenal game. He kind of came back to him in the fourth quarter against the Giants. I expect a big game from the, the Buffalo Bills here. expect Stephon Diggs probably get two touchdowns. He hasn't had one. He didn't have one last week. So I'm going to go pick, uh, Buffalo Bills 27-17. I think New England keeps it a little close, but I have the Bills by 10.
1: Uh, I I don't think New England's going to have it that close. I think the Bill, the Bills are still kind of – like, I still think they're in, like, proven mode a little bit. And, like, they're getting overshadowed by by Miami, and that probably just bugs the shit out of fucking Josh Allen and the Bills. So, like, just to see what Miami's doing, having so much fun down there, while Buffalo is still, like, they're playing good football, but not, not like the level of Miami. So I, I think they're still on proven mode that they can – I mean, they beat Miami, but I think it still sucks to kind of see Miami blow out every other team. So I think this is their chance to go put up a, a big lead on somebody. I I mean, embarrassing New England like they have been like, the past few weeks. So I'm going to go Buffalo. I'm going to go Buffalo 28, uh, New England 17.
0: Yeah, Doc has a big score for the Bills. He's got 34-17. Chris has 27-10. So we easily have the Bills covering yeah. the spread. I just think it's, you know, it's going to be a long year for New England. I don't like what they're doing, and I think Buffalo's coming out here Get that London rust off. They already got it off last week and now they come out I here.
1: Think, something to prove. Hey, New England needs some needs some fresh blood in there. Picking new players. Yes, they figure something out. Because what, what they have right now is not working at all. It's
0: not. And we'll see what they, they do. Fresh it's blood. Like long year for the New Patriots. I and it, you know, there was a vi- when we posted the video and I think it was it was one of the predictions. I had the Patriots at like, I think, three or four wins. And someone said, Oh, they're easily gonna have like nine, ten wins. And they were saying we were stupid. I don't think so. And I hope whoever said that is still watching. Hey, hey. I don't I don't know who it was, but I hope they're watching now.
1: Hey, you gotta go back and find that comment and <laughs> reply yeah. to them. Like, like you still think this?
0: Well, I'm gonna wait to <laughs> the end of the season and see. Like I don't want them to sneak off a few wins, but he did say above <laughs> five hundred and that's not happening. But uh NFC East battle, Luke. The Washington Commanders coming off that road victory against the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they won big by win. eight points. Big win. Yeah, it's a good win for them. Um, they the traveling to the New York Giants. The Giants were there. I don't know who's playing, if Tyrod Taylor or Daniel Jones is playing. Um, I do think it matters. <laughs> I, I do think, though, Tyrod Taylor should play. I, I do think he should start. I think he looks better than Daniel Jones. But the Commanders' front line is one of the best lines in football. They literally, coming into last week, they were the only D-line with everyone having six QB. Uh, hits or whatever it well, was, yes, QB hits on the year. So they're definitely one of the best lines in football. I think that it's going to be a close game. These NFC East battles, like most divisions, are are pretty nasty, pretty, you know, gruesome. And I, I think that it's going to be a nasty battle. Uh, a little more field goals and touchdowns, but I have the commanders 23 20. I expect Sam Howe to have a good game this game. I, he's kind of an up and yeah. down kind of guy. He didn't have a huge game yeah, last year. Right. Yeah, he three touchdowns, but not a lot of yards. So yeah, I expect he, maybe probably- like 300 yards.
1: I mean, Sam Howells, I think he's exceeded pretty much all of our expectations coming out this season. I don't think any any one of us thought he was going to play like this well. So I mean, we saw the preseason kind of flashes that he was looking good, but now he's going against true number one defenses. All right, he's playing good ball. So uh, I I'm also going Washington. I think the scores would be a little bit bigger. So I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going twenty four twenty four ten. Washington.
0: Well, def- defense eats, huh?
1: Yeah, I, that. I mean, they have a very good defense. Their defensive line is just going to eat whoever the quarterback is. And their secondary, Tyler Taylor. Like, I like Tyro Taylor, former Raven. I mean, he got a little bit of playing time with them,
0: but their secondary is a little questionable. Happen. Their defense or the secondary is a little questionable in DC. Um, but if that quarterback line can for eat... New England
1: for New York's questionable too. So.
0: Yes, or well, whoever the QB is. But <laughs> yeah, hey, we're, we're actually. We're the only ones on the commanders. Uh Chris has the Giants nineteen seventeen and Doc has the Giants twenty-four-twenty three. So Chris
1: has the Giants winning their their divisions, though. So he, he's hey, like, just, it.
0: <laughs> like you said with Baker, he's gonna keep picking them until they win, right? Yeah, um,
1: hammer home.
0: But no, I, I just don't expect the Giants to to I mean I expect them to compete just because it's like I said it's a rivalry game, but I think the commanders are the better team. And like I said, Sam Howell's been a roller coaster. He didn't have a lot of yards last week. So I expect north, north of 300. Like, I think he gets close to that 300 threshold this week against the Giants. Yeah. And moving on to a game that I'm ready to talk to or talk about, and that is the Detroit Lions led by MCDC, better known as Motor City Dan Campbell, and the Detroit Lions traveling to Baltimore to face the Ravens who are 3 point favorites at home. This is one of the oh, games nice. of the week. It's definitely the game home of the right? week for the one yeah, 1 p.m. window. It's definitely a game of the week and, and Luke, the last time you you guys played, you know, like you said, this was 2 years ago in Detroit. Yeah. Better weather obviously cuz of the dome, but Tucker hit a 66-yard goal, hit the the post, bounced up and went over. Yeah fucking game crazy winner. kid yeah no one knew what was happening like the lions didn't know if they should celebrate the ravens didn't know what to do they were sitting there like waiting for the refs but i that, think that this was game, stressful
1: that was a yeah, stressful and that, game
0: and that was against jared goff in his first year with the lions where you know he just got traded from the rams they gave up on him his confidence might have been down but since the start of 2022 this has been a Brand new lines, like the like like Evan Fox he says on the Pat McAfee show, the brand new lines, and it's real. I think the Detroit Lions are arguably the best team in football. I know the Niners start off fucking uh, five and zero, but guess what? They're five and one, and they're one bad fourth quarter away from being six and zero against the Seattle Seahawks. So think about that. They went into Arrowhead, they won. They went in. To Lambeau Field, they won. They went into Raymond James Stadium, they won, and now they're going to Baltimore at MTN T Bank Stadium, and I do think it's going to be a win. I think Lamar has a better game um, for the the Ravens. I think they do score not so many field goals this time. I think they put the ball in the end zone a little more. I still don't trust your running backs. I don't trust your receivers. So Lamar's gonna have to put the team on his back. I think your defense is good. The questionable with the lines with the running game. It looks like no Montgomery. Jameer Gibbs is probably going to be out too. So it's going to be on Jared Goff's shoulders. But I expect the Lions going here game-winning field goal 27-24 for the brand-new Lions.
1: Yeah, I, I am probably going to be the only one, I assume, in here, ride, riding with the Ravens. But, yeah, I, I'm sticking strong with the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens are also you know, a couple of like, bad plays away or a couple of no calls from the refs from being 6-0 as well. So, like, easily could be 6-0 team too. Uh Yeah, offense. The Ravens are just, at this point, just beating themselves in games. Uh, penalty is a huge issue. Uh, especially on our defense, just like too many pass interference or uh, personal fouls on defense. Uh, Ravens, a lot of holding calls, especially when Lamar starts to scramble. Uh, Lamar's ball control and needs to figure it out. But uh, wide receivers look like they're back on track last week, uh, no drops. So only one game we had drops. Other than that, no other drops in any other game. So I think the wide receivers are back on track. I uh, fluke game. So I'm, I'm going to go – I mean, I think it's going to be a field goal game too. I'm going Ravens twenty four. Uh, 21 at home, and I would not,
0: and I would not be, I would not be surprised if the Ravens win either. Like I said, this is a coin flip game to me. I I think it goes either way, and I don't think you'd be shocked if the Lions won either. I mean, it's just two good teams playing each other.
1: I would be very upset. So I'm
0: you'll be upset, but you won't be shocked. Yeah, Yeah.
1: you kind of seen it with like these teams that like I I saw something today about like these teams like each week the most hyped team comes out and loses the next week. So right now, the Detroit Lions are that most hyped team. So hopefully they don't read into it too much. Like, it happened with the Ravens like going into the Steelers week. They happened with the 49ers last week. These these teams are super hyped up. Like, hey, nobody can beat them. Like, they end up losing the next week. So hopefully they don't read too much into it. I mean, it's a noon kickoff, one oh, o'clock kickoff at uh, Baltimore. So Baltimore plays pretty yeah, good at home.
0: It's going to be, like Usually. I said, Detroit's played good on the road this year, too. They Their only loss is at home. They went into some pretty tough stadiums. I know Packers aren't good, but it's yeah. Lambeau Field Thursday night. They went opening night against the Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, and right. last week against the Bucks in Tampa Bay. So they've yeah. already had some good road games. But Chris has the same score as you, 24-21, but the Detroit Lions.
1: Yeah. And I figure both of you guys, you guys are all going Lions.
0: Doc has the Baltimore Ravens, 24-19. No, he doesn't. Mm. yes he does he texted me his picks right here let me just double check before i move on from this game yeah he says bal 24-19 the biggest
1: biggest lamar hater in here picking lamar to win
0: i think it's it's because it was in if it was in ford field i think he flips it i think he's riding with the home team on whoever the home team was but
1: yeah i mean home field advantage does matter a little bit it it
0: does it does but it helps like i said I'm excited for the Lions. I know you are too. Like they're playing your team, but this is something we've been waiting for for a long time. The Detroit Lions actually making some noise. Yeah, I mean they Uh, look
1: good. I mean, I I am a also. I mean, on the NFC side, they're probably one of my favorite teams on the NFC side. It's fun to watch MCDC get the boys fired up. I mean, he just looks like a coach that all the players love. Like that full that whole team's buying in on it, and like they're they're able to like keep rolling. So I I love seeing that. I love seeing them on hard knocks Uh, last season.
0: The Dolphins had opportunity to get him many years ago when he was the interim coach, and he had a pretty good record. And they, they moved on. They said, "No, we're yeah. not going to hire you as the the permanent head coach." Yeah. And now look at but him years later with the uh, Lions. So like He's
1: the players I mean, he players' coach it. He, but he, fit, he fits that city, like that personality of the city too. It's co- it's cool to see.
0: Yeah, like see, good seeing Four field packed, you know, like sold out for the whole season. So that's it's good to see. First time with in the diehard season. Lions fans
1: can support their team <laughs> out loud again.
0: Yeah, they're back wearing that blue and that blue and that, like that little dark gray or whatever. But yeah. moving on to a God, this is going to be an ugly game. We thought we'd see Jimmy G versus Justin Fields, but no, we're going to see either O'Connell or Brian Hoyer lead the Las Vegas Raiders into Chicago to face, I think his name is Tyler Baggett. Uh, Baggett, whatever Baggett, his name is. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the dude who exactly. played last week. It's Tyler, right? I think that's his name.
1: It's. I know it's Baggett.
0: It is. But, I mean,
1: this game, uh, Tyson,
0: fine. Tyson, I'm sorry, Tyson, Tyson, I yeah. well, put some but, respect uh, the, on the, him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I had the, the T Y, right. I just didn't have the rest of the letters, <laughs> but no, the the Raiders are three point favorites at the bears. I think that because I trust Hoyer and I, we've seen O'Connell a little more than we've seen uh, Baggett, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I'm not going to say much about it. Cause this is such an ugly game. I got Raiders 23, 16. I do expect whoever the QB is to get Devontae Allen more involved. Uh, I think Jacoby might have a good game still too, but get Adams the ball. I think that Hoyer could protect him a lot better than Jimmy G. Cause Jimmy G's the Adams get fucking creamed out there in the middle of the field. So yeah. I, I say Raiders 23, 16, Hey, and they will be four and three on the season if they win.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm also going to ride uh, the Raiders here just cause I, is did they say Hoyer starting or is it going to be O'Connell?
0: They haven't officially announced it, but so O'Connell started last Ooh. time that he didn't play, yeah. but Hoyer came in last week as the backup. So I'm not sure. Um, why Hoyer was the backup coming into the yeah. week last week?
1: Either way, uh, more experience, more play time for between both of those quarterbacks. So I, that, that's pretty much my main reason. I'm gonna pick the the Raiders, and I think it means more to the Raiders than it does to the Bears at this point. I think Bears, they're they're in mid season form. Uh, they're gonna start tanking. They they want some of those, those top five picks in the draft. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Raiders seventeen ten. Low scoring, Ooh,
0: low scoring game. Yeah. Chris has 21-14 Raiders. Doc has 17-15 Raiders. So I think I'm we are own all... Team. <laughs> I have the highest scoring game. Doc wants that first pick. So I think he's willing to you know, sacrifice through the year, essentially. And that, hey, that's all the 1 p.m. games. Not that many. Just 1, 2, 3, 4, five, six one p.m. games this week. So uh, moving on to the 4 p.m. games. So more of the West Coast uh, and Midwest a little bit. But the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off a bye week. Before that, they had that fourth quarter comeback against the Ravens where they won 17-10. They are traveling to the Rams who just blew out the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, no Kyron Williams, though. I hate to see. I have him in a couple of my leagues, especially the Dynasty League. So I'm a little upset, but they have to move on. It seems like they're going to be playing Zach Evans because Rivers, their backups also hurt. The Rams are 3-3, three and three, Steelers 3-2. Three so it's a big game for both teams in the middle of the season. And I think you know the freshness of – the Pittsburgh Steelers, they might be getting Deontay Johnson back too. That's that's big that takes some pressure off George Pickens, who has been playing pretty decent with Pickett as of late. Um Jalen Warren's doing decent, I guess you can say, but the defense looks a little better. And I, I think that TJ Watt, I'm sorry, let me say that again. TJ Watt, <laughs> the younger Watt brother of JJ, is gonna Baby have a Watt. big game. Yeah, he's up there in sacks right now. I think he's tied for the league in sacks if I'm not mistaken, and I think that – yeah, he's tied. I'm sorry. He's tied with the Neil Hunter from the Vikings, uh, eight sacks. He's only played five games, so that's pretty good. But I think that it's going to be a pretty good game. Um, I think the Steelers, though, they are three-point underdogs. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers 24-20 on the road, and I expect this to be more of a home game for the Steelers because – like I said, the Rams fan yeah, bases. West Coast, fan base Coast so.
1: Steelers fan base is going to come out. I mean, Pittsburgh Steelers, they, they always travel well, too. I mean, they're one of the – they have a huge fan base, and Pittsburgh fans are just fucking crazy. Um, I'd love to see Pittsburgh lose this game just because the division, our AFC North is fucking – it's tight. It's all within a game or a game and a half for everybody. But I, I'm going to ride with Matthew Stafford and Los Angeles uh, – Rams on this game. Close game. I think I think Pittsburgh's offense is gonna play a little bit better than they have. I think uh Matt Canada's getting a little nervous when a lot of a lot of fuck Canada's or fire Canada's chanted, <laughs> They were doing it the Penguins it game.
0: Yeah, the Penguins yeah, game. The, <laughs> the
1: hockey games they were chanting Fire Canada. So uh I'm gonna go Los Angeles Rams uh twenty four twenty one. I think it's a good good score for this game. Uh I I mean, I I like Pickett somewhat. I mean, I, I don't like him because he plays the Steelers, but I like to see him play well just because he's on my dynasty team and I could use my first win. But <laughs> I got Stafford, more experienced quarterback. The wide receiver core looks good and solid defense for the Rams.
0: Yeah, and Chris is with me, 28-20, and Doc's with you, 27-20. So we're split on the Rams and Steelers. Yeah. And I think this is actually set to be a good game. I, th- I think it's going to be a pretty decent game. Maybe not like game right. of the week worthy, but competitive.
1: Yeah. I mean, it would be a good game. Definitely something I have my eye on this weekend.
0: Yeah. And another division game, NFC West division showdown. The Arizona Cardinals traveling to Seattle to the 12th man to face the Seahawks, who are the Seahawks eight point favorites in they're coming off ugly loss at home to I'm sorry on the road uh, 1713 to the Bengals, the Cardinals they've been somewhat competitive. They were competitive in the first half of the Rams game. And then the second half happened and they got blown out. I think the Seahawks are going to come off a little pissed off and it's that home crowd. I don't think they cover the spread though. I think the Cardinals have played them tough. Arizona typically does play the Seahawks pretty decently tough in uh, Seattle. I think maybe like a late score will help them not cover the spread for the Seahawks. So I'm going to go Seattle 27-20. I think a bounce back game for Geno Smith, DK Metcalf, who seemed frustrated last week. I expect this defense to be a lot better, which they've been pretty good this whole year honestly, besides the Lions game, but I've Seattle 27-20 over the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me this game's not very exciting at all. Like I think the Seahawks have been somewhat of a disappointment for this season. I mean, G- Geno Smith just got paid. So he was supposed to be the guy quarterback for them. I mean, he- their offensive line is just fucking terrible. I mean, they had every opportunity to win the game against last week against the Bengals because the Bengals do not look that good still. Like, yeah, Burrow's getting a little bit better, but they're the only thing they have on defense for the Bengals is their pass rush and their pass rush just ate and won them the game pretty much for the Bengals because I don't think the Bengals offense is winning them games. Uh, Jamar Chase might be winning them games, but <laughs> other than that, the offense is not. Uh, I guess the so, Cardinals they did, but that was that's bad. Yeah. It. I, I think it's be a relatively close game. I think Arizona's still they're playing hard as hard as they can against every other team. I mean, talent wise doesn't really compare. So I'm gonna go Seattle 28 24.
0: Yes. Chris is on the Seahawks 31 21 and Doc's 24 20 on the Seahawks. So we have a clean sweep of the West Coast yeah. birds out. Well, actually, Battle of the Birds too. Battle of the Seahawks and the, yeah. the Cardinals. But I have yeah, Seattle and then God, this game too, man, like i didn't know what to pick here it's a team that i hate at the moment because they fucked me in pickums and (laughs) i can't stand jordan love and now i all any respect i had forms out the window for right now for the time being but the green bay packers are coming off a bye week and then the week before that shit the bed on monday night at the raiders are one point favorites somehow at mile high stadium on the road as they face Russell Wilson in this disappointing Broncos, one week the offense is good and the defense is shit, and then the next week the defense is good and the offense is shit. So it's like, hey, can these two sides of the ball play to good together? And there's been those reports that if they don't play good against the Packers this week and the Chiefs next week, that there's a fire sale potentially going to happen. So, do we see it starting to unfold now? I do. I think we do. I think Cleveland, or sorry, Green Bay, comes in here. And somehow Jordan Love plays decent, and Aaron Jones should be back, so he should be out there with the team. I have the Packers 23-17. I think their defense is pretty good still. They keep the Broncos in check, and the Broncos defense plays somewhat decent enough to win the game. But I have Jordan Love leading this game 23-17, not confidently neither.
1: Yeah, I mean, this game is like question marks pretty much all over the place. Like, who? what is Jordan Love? Is he good? Is he bad? Uh, what then what is Denver? Like offense good, Russ still got it, Russ can cook, Russ can't cook. Defense good, defense bad. Like it's just these teams are just kinda all over the place. Denver hasn't looked good. Like hasn't looked like a complete team once this season. Uh Green Bay has a couple times. They've had some some games. So I, I think they're more of the complete team at this point. Like I don't trust Denver at all. Like play calling shit, defense is shit. Um so I'm gonna ride Green Bay. I think it means more to them. I think the Denver, uh, the team in Denver is just pretty deflated at this point. I mean, they're getting just fucking handed to them in the media, too. Like Sean Payton talking a lot of shit to media at the beginning of the season, and it's just clapped back on them. And It's just a complete unraveling of this team, and I don't know if they'll do a fire sale, but I would definitely expect some players to be leaving this team within the next couple weeks before the trade deadline's over. So I'm going to go Green Bay. Uh, I won't going to go 28 28-24 close game
0: Chris has got the Packers yeah. 21-17 and Doc is alone on the Denver Broncos 21-18 so he thinks that the Broncos get to two wins after this weekend um, God, I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised but I just I, I don't know who to pick like I'm just so I'm still pissed off two weeks later on, on the Green Bay Packers <laughs> Well, two weeks of NFL weeks later, but yeah, yeah, it's still fresh, but ugly game for sure. But hey, another, I think this is the game of the week for the four o'clock window. We had the Lions and the Ravens for the 1 p.m. game. We obviously know that the Dolphins Eagles be the night game, but the last four, four window, 4 p.m. window game, the Los Angeles Chargers traveling to the um, Kansas City Chiefs who are five and a half point favorites at home. We know how Mahomes does against the AFC West. He owns pretty much everything about the AFC West. He has lost home games to them, um, undefeated on the road. But I still think that after seeing what I saw against the Cowboys, that I mean, maybe Eckler bounces back. We saw what Keen Allen can do, but they don't have a true number two. Quentin Johnson hasn't been that guy yet. Palmer is a he's a question mark at times. And the Chiefs have a, a pretty good defense. Uh, you know, Surprisingly enough, they're they're up there towards the top of the teams with defenses. We saw what the Cowboys did. You could draw Austin Eckler. Then they become one-dimensional. And now you focus on Herbert. So I think the Chiefs are going to do good. I think their defense will keep them in this game. I expect it's a home game, so maybe we'll see Taylor Swift. And that means Travis Kelsey yeah. should go off. She's going on tour <laughs> soon, so she's got to get to all these games as much as she can. And I think Kelsey puts on another show. They, we've seen uh, Rice the rookie from Kansas City get involved a lot more. We've seen Pacheco balling out. I think like he's been pretty having a good game. Chris Jones on the defense end has been good and it's good to see Nick Bolton back, linebacker for the Chiefs. I love watching that guy play football. And I have the Kansas City Chiefs 24-21 over the rival Los Angeles Chargers.
1: Yeah, like it's hard to think about like like I can't I have no to think about really the Chargers at all. Like their their offense like they have like big name QB out there just got paid and still not getting things done. I mean, he looks, looks decent. Like he looks good. Uh, he was under a lot of pressure against uh, the Cowboys, but I think this game could be a shootout. The Chargers defense, like so many names on it, but still just looks questionable. Uh, they give up the big plays they, they're taking, getting a lot of personal fouls and a lot of, a lot of penalties, especially last week, a lot of penalties on both sides of the ball. I don't know if it's just the refs calling a lot more like that crew, but, I felt like every play there was like a penalty on either one of the teams last week, but I, I think this game might be a shootout. I think, I mean, Los Angeles definitely has like the firepower on offense to to score quick, score fast, and then get Eckler going like usual. It was his first game back, so it might give him a, like a little pass last week. Plus, like there was no run game last week for the Chargers at all. I, I think Eckler gets going a little bit. It's gonna be a shootout, but I think Kansas City ultimately pulls it out. I'm we'll gonna go thirty four thirty one close game
0: yeah. in Kansas um, City. God, Chris has 28, 21 Chiefs, Doc 34, 29 Chiefs. And I'm a little nervous. I th- I think the Chiefs can bounce back. I really do yeah. and we, the, the, their their defense has been better the last couple weeks too, so that's that could contain maybe Patrick Mahomes and and Travis Kelsey oh, You mean, that, you mean the Chargers Yeah, Chargers defense has been pretty solid the last yeah. couple weeks that they played. You yeah, so. said the Chiefs said the Chiefs. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the I mean, Chargers yeah. can control, yeah, Chargers yeah, defense can control I, I, the
1: yeah, I could easily see the Chargers winning this game too. I mean, divisional game—you never know what's going to happen. Chargers' offense is good; if their defense can contain Patrick Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey. I mean, that they're—they're they're set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the Kansas City offense is not that not that difficult to figure out. Patrick Mahomes going to do Patrick Mahomes things and get the ball to Kelsey somehow, and you just lock down Kelsey, and the, the other receivers aren't super trustworthy for Mahomes. I'm like he's going to throw it to him, but fifty-fifty, they catch or drop it.
0: And I know Mahomes, is, he's always done like the back, the backyard kind of like style game where they, Andrew he says, hey, just go do whatever you fucking want to do. And this year, it seems like he's got him some trouble this year. He's had some questionable games. I think he, he's, he's, had, he's had more. some
1: interceptions too.
0: He's doing I mean, a lot more of it because I think he doesn't trust his receivers as, as much as he did. Like I said, I'm not a fan of Juju Smith Schuster, but Juju was, was a decent one last year for them in the role that they need him to be. He was, he was reliable at times. And he he made the right plays, yeah. like he had some. He'll, good he'll guys, catch the ball if it comes to him. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, hey, Patrick Mahomes didn't have to do this crazy, the crazy shit as much, and then it just seems like this year through six weeks he's had to do do it way yeah. too much. It
1: it's just it's just always hard betting as Mahomes. Like, yes, such an incredible talent, and like by far like without a question the best quarterback in the NFL right now. So it's I, tough betting against yeah. him. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. Imagine if he was on one of these two teams. The Miami Dolphins, yeah. Sunday night football, traveling to Philadelphia Eagles, who are two-point favorites. Dolphins were down 14-0 last week, and then they won 42-21. So they were never out of the game, even though we we put the little eye emojis with the Panthers. <laughs> but yeah. the Eagles are coming off that ugly loss where Jalen Hurts probably had one of his worst games of his career. I know Eagles fans have already been all over him. Us as uh, non-fans, the Eagles have been all over him. Also, the Eagles – Put uh, Watkins, Quez Watkins on the IR, signed a, a fucking legend, in my opinion. Julio Jones, not the same Julio Jones he was with the Atlanta Falcons right. There's so many Julio years. Julio Jones
1: coming off the couch.
0: He's come off the couch, ready to save Jalen Hurts, also playing with A.J. Brown again. He played the one year in Tennessee with A.J. Brown. So um, they have a little bit of chemistry. I think he'll – maybe not this week come in. Maybe he'll play a little bit, but starting next week will probably be the, the number three receiver – And I think Julio Jones in the flex, like I'm not saying he's going to fuck go out there and be Julio Jones that we knew him to be with Atlanta and Matt Ryan. But, you know, as a number three, I think Devontae Smith and AJ Brown are better duo than Mike, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. So now you might have a little more opportunity. Uh, Maybe the quarterback's not better because it's Tom Brady, not, and this is Jalen hurts, but that that's, that's down the road. But I think the Miami dolphins here are going to win this game. I think it's going to be a good game. Also battle the Alabama quarterbacks, Jalen hurts and Tua. You know, Tua took his spot um, in the national championship game. Tua did lose his spot one part of the SEC championship the year after. Jalen Hurts transfers to Oklahoma. You know, the rest is history. Now they're both in the NFL. But pretty cool to see two former teammates together playing. I know they're going to try and outdo each other. They're, they're, they are still friends. But I think too much Tyree Kill, too much Jalen Waddell, and too much Raheem Mostert, the man's ball on this year too. I do think that the defense will struggle on both sides. Like I said, it's going to be a shootout. I got the Dolphins 31-27. It's going to be interesting to see what Jalen Hurts does in his bounce back game because it's Sunday night football. And if you struggle, the Bluebirds will be out yep. in Philly. They don't give a shit <laughs> who you are. So, yeah.
1: yeah I mean, you, you didn't mention it, but uh, Philadelphia is wearing Kelly greens this week too on Sunday night football. I think I saw it today that they're wearing them. Uh, so i like, they'll be looking good out there. I mean, Miami's uniforms also look very good. So, uh, very, very interesting matchup, uh, I'd love to see Miami lose this one, just to see another AFC team uh, take another L, put everybody level playing field at two two losses. But I think Miami's offense is going to overpower their Philadelphia e- defense by far. Tyreek's too fast. Jalen Wall is also really fast. Uh, Tua's doing – I mean, he's playing well, not making mistakes, throwing just whatever random play he thinks of at the line to Tyreek Hill. I mean, I guess he's playing, calling plays now instead of Mike McDaniel. Um, I think this game is going to be somewhat of a shootout, but I think the the Miami offense, like the power of that offense, is going to outdo that Philadelphia Eagles, and I don't think Jalen Hurts will be able to keep up, even with the new addition of Julio Jones off the couch. So I'm going to go Miami. I'm going to go 34-28 Miami.
0: And through six weeks, Luke, Tyree Kill, 42 catches, almost 1,000 yards, 814 yards and six touchdowns. He's averaging 135.7 yards a game, yeah, so he's, he's definitely balling. Hey, but A.J. Brown, 42 catches, as, uh, 672 yards, and two touchdowns. A.J. Brown's not having a bad year neither, just not as many yeah. yards and touchdowns. Is Philly, so.
1: Philly's corner's coming back this game, or no?
0: I'm expecting to be back uh, <laughs> because they, I don't think they played last week just because they thought they could beat the Jets, and they didn't lose the game because yeah. of defense. No, no Slay and Carter, that didn't lose in the game.
1: They will lose the game because of the defense with this one, especially especially those guys don't play.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a big week that you need you, you your corner. You can't this week. you
1: can't put some unexperienced corner on Tyreek Hill. It's just not gonna work. And I mean hard enough putting like an all pro corner on Tyreek Hill and trying to cover him. No nobody's locking him down one on one. He's just too fast for everybody. You have to double cover him. I mean, they they teams gotta start looking at what New England did against Miami because they're the only ones that have been able to figure it out so far this season.
0: And like 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 Julio Jones when he used to when he was in his prime, the field tilted towards him. You had three guys a lot of times hovering around him. You have to do that, Tyree Kill. Yeah, Julio is not Tyree Kill speed, but yeah, you know that's what you have to Julio, do. You have Julio,
1: Julio I think Julio's gonna be like that, almost a, a you know big wide receiver tight end kind of role for Philadelphia. Oh yeah, deals. for yeah, he's, he's I, gonna I, be like, that like big. Yeah, he's gonna be that big target for them.
0: But I mean, like Somebody Prime Julio, that, like you have to do that. Oh yeah, like, yeah you, Well, different. you did a Prime Julio. You have to do that to Tyreek. You have to put the field has to like literally tilt his way, and you have to face Jalen yeah. Waddle, force but, Jalen Waddle to beat yeah, you. Yeah,
1: once you, yeah, once you do that, then Jalen Waddle also a very good wide yes. receiver, and uh, I, I'd like to see a little more Waddle because uh, I have a dynasty, so I I need to heat up a little more and start waddling uh, Philadelphia's end zone this week.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a good week. Um
1: I, I think this is the game I'm most excited to see because I think this game's gonna be a fucking shootout.
0: Did you see the um post that Dog McNabb, he was like he apparently stuck up for Jalen Hurts saying, Oh, I know how you feel about like the whole receiver uh, situation. AJ Brown said, Dude, this is not the same situation that him and T O had essentially, McNabb and T O. And he was like pretty much told uh, him to like shut the fuck up. He's like, yo, like a lot of Eagles fans do not like McNabb like because the shit he said after he got out, but he was coming out there like attacking AJ Brown essentially nah, saying, Oh, I, I know how you feel yeah, as a quarterback. Yeah. I just now recently saw it like this. I literally saw it today. While I was like getting <laughs> dinner ready. So, but Monday night football, Oh, I'm sorry. Chris has the Eagles 34, 30 and doc has the Ooh. Eagles 38, 35. So once again, we are split once again. Um, Two a piece on uh, two different teams. So, but Monday night football, the San Francisco 49ers are seven point favorites at the moment. Yeah. Seven. Oh, damn it. They are seven point favorites on the road to the Minnesota Vikings. It's questionable. If Debo Samuel and Chris McCaffrey going to play, Trent Williams did come back last week, the left tackle for the Niners. So we expect him to probably be playing, but Debo and Chris McCaffrey, it's questionable if you have him as your fantasy running back and you don't get Jordan Mason or, um, Elijah Mitchell or Eli Mitchell, whatever you might want to sit him unless it's come out. He's playing like on Friday or Saturday he's playing. Then yeah, playing, but if it's Sunday and your running backs are playing late and, or playing Sunday. You might want to sit him just because there's too much risk. And unless, unless you're like fucking five and one or six and oh, and you can, you can afford a loss. Like, yeah, whatever. But, um, In a league where you're like maybe three and three, you need to every win matters, right? So, but I I don't care who's playing. I I think that San Francisco comes back out strong, it's a Monday night game, too, which means prime time. Kirk Cousins, I know he has that bad rap. Usually the defense plays bad, too, but I expect this defense to come out carrying this team, which they need to because of the injuries on the offense. I expect Nick Bosa to eat, I expect um, Fred Warner in the corner and the secondary to eat, too. So I have the Niners 27-21. I think that the Vikings cover the spread, um, just because Kirk Cousins is still good enough to do that. But I think too much too much defense in the, the second half of the game. I'm going to go Niners by six.
1: Yeah, I I, I feel bad for Kirk Cousins in this game because I think he's just going to get eaten alive. Like he gets eaten alive every week. And I, I mean he's still playing well. I mean, like he's a very good quarterback, uh, very like competent quarterback. He he can do it all still. Uh, Big. He doesn't have a lot of support around him, especially losing JJ for this game too, which fucking hurts me, but I need a big game from Iuk coming out. So hopefully DUM CMC are sitting out so I can, I get a little more involved this week. And I, he didn't have too much last week, but I, I think it doesn't matter who's playing for San Francisco. They're going to come out hungry after that embarrassing loss against the Browns and uh, PJ Walker. So they come out hungry primetime game. Brock party is going to show that he can still play like, well, and Put him back in his uh, MVP uh, candidacy. Get him, get him back in the the running for it. Because I think last week knocked him down quite a bit. Uh, so I think San Fran. I'm going to go 28-24. Because uh, 28, I, I I still respect Kirk Cousins and uh, they they got some talent on the offense still. So,
0: and and like a lot of people have said, as bad as Brock Purdy has played, and what I'm not saying he's a great quarterback. But what great quarterbacks and even good ones do, no matter how bad you play, you get the last chance to tie the game or win the game. Guess what? Purdy yeah. did drive him down the field and they missed a forty one yard field goal. and
1: yeah, missed missed the game winner. So I mean, not not his fault, they not entirely his fault, they lost a the game. I and mean, yeah, he did so he, he did enough to to set up a game winner. So I mean it it looks good. It they feel goal that field goal is like is good. It's a different story about Brock Purdy. You're like, okay, oh, Brock Purdy's still a good quarterback. Yeah, like, so he, like, I mean, here, he just a kick can change, change, change the outlook on how your team is. And he's
0: a rookie kick, kicker, too. So hopefully yeah. Jake Moody bounces back from that. You know, he had two missed field goals. Sunday, kick, the, kickers the matter week, so. in the NFL.
1: Kickers matter. They
0: they do. Pat McAfee just shows it every single week on Saturday when he offers these college kids money. And, you know, shout out to that kid that made it. He got $30,000, but also took yeah. two tries. Took two tries, yeah, teams. he missed the first one. First one, was, so. the first one looked good, though. It was, it was a good kick, just a little left. Um, yeah. Definitely the it's best kicker that they've had, best kicker that they've had on that segment yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I like watching that on College Game Day, the, the little kicker spotlight. See if they can make it. Because Pat Backer's always fired up about it. Oh yeah.
0: well, he was against those last one because he because he said kickers are kicking is easy, oh, whatever. Yeah. So he got in his face and he's like, "Well, I'll give you no one because it's such a." And the fans were cheering for him and pretty much it was watching yeah, he, well, State. He,
1: he's gave him a couple kicks the last few weeks on Game Day too, and that was just the only one that was even relatively close.
0: Yeah. Oh uh, the what was the one <laughs> a couple weeks ago where the guy kicked like four yards, whatever. Kick, I kicked a bar one foot.
1: Or he pegged the dude in the face <laughs> on the side.
0: Yeah, but, the but yeah, Chris has the Niners twenty twenty five nineteen and Doc has thirty one twenty seven Niners. So we're all on the Niners. Hey, there's some games here, yeah. some differences. I think some of these better games, it's you know, a little tougher, like I said. Chris is alone on the Saints, I'm alone on the Falcons, you know, Doc's alone on the uh, well, he had the Ravens with you, but
1: yeah, he joined the first Ravens
0: with Giant. Yeah, there, there's some games on here where you know he's alone on it. Um, so it's a big week, I think. I think I'm excited for this football weekend. Week seven already here, man.
1: Yeah, game games are starting to matter now. Like the year, couple of early losses, like yeah, let those let those walk. And like, games are starting to matter because these uh, divisional races are get, getting tight. And not even that. Uh, wild every loss is going to hurt. The wild
0: card too. There's thirteen. 3 win teams. with the wild card spots who don't make the, the, the uh don't win your division, that's gonna be heating yeah. up too.
1: So I mean this like mid October, November, s- starting, some of these teams got to start getting on a run, get hot before December. So they can get ahead of the curve and not try to be uh, have to win out to make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, some like wild like miracle stretch, whatever, like we have to win four, or your last five to get in or some shit like that. And then yeah, like so I said, it's a big week for the
1: Every every game's gonna matter now. Almost midway char- point of the season.
0: Charters have a big week. They're they're two and three. So like you don't want to lose the, the Chiefs and they, they go to uh six and one and here you are two and four. Yeah, and yeah.
1: It almost puts you out of it, really. Yeah, like like, then then run. you're hoping the Chiefs to lose games and you have to win games. Like if you're betting on other teams to lose games, then it's it's a tough road. You, yes. you wanna be in control of your own destiny coming at this point of the season
0: you know i'm excited uh big weekend of nfl big weekend for fantasy football i know we're gonna give some starts and sits tomorrow with me you and doc on the college episode but no man great episode uh yeah good luck to the good luck to those ravens man like i said tough tough week. appreciate it can't
1: can't wait i'm excited to see how they play against uh the uh red hot detroit lions but yeah good luck to the falcons too see if ritter bounce back game for him or not it's See? must
0: win. I, I think it's a must win too. You know, we need to get to four and three so we can knock the, the Bucks to three and three. Three and four is not necessarily a bad spot for the, our division, but you also don't want to get you also yeah. don't want to lose too. So we are one and zero in the division. We did beat Carolina, but that's that's Carolina's week one. Um, we are playing a much better team, so I, I'm I'm a little nervous. I think, Unfortunately, I, I have Tampa a, a fuck.
1: Tampa one one and zero division. Think, you guys haven't played too many one divisional games yet, yeah. I don't
0: think. No, yeah, we're one. I think we've all just played each other. No, Saints are the only team that's played twice. Uh, they played the Panthers on Monday night, and then the In Tampa. The other game, them. yeah. But I'm on for. I'm I'm going to be streaming the last the last hour of the game from a fucking birthday party. Uh, my neighbors <laughs> decided to have a birthday party uh, from twelve to two, which is the equivalent of three to four, um, East Coast time. So,
1: they uh, show up late. <laughs> you just show no, really
0: I I hate it. Like, which was on a Saturday, I could sacrifice college a little bit. Like, I I would rather miss Texas Oklahoma than miss Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Like any Atlanta game, just it's NFL. Like, much as I love Texas, I I'd rather sacrifice my Saturdays um, for my daughter. But she does come first. Like like you said, that's why you don't have children. So you don't have to sacrifice that kind of stuff.
1: No, nope, I I can sit there and watch all the football I want. Yeah, there's no daughter yeah.
0: birthday parties that you got to go to. So.
1: I mean, I I could make some up, but <laughs> I have yeah. I I can I just tell him whatever his birthday is. You know, just do it, do it that way. He'll never know.
0: Yeah, he'll he'll never understand the day. <laughs> I mean, it's, but no, but Bell, we got invited, so we we gotta go. And I, it's only two hours, yeah. so I'll miss. I won't miss it, but I won't be watching Red Zone the last hour of Man. the of the game of the early hey, game, m- the first... m- maybe
1: maybe will be they'll be up big enough. It won't even matter.
0: Yeah, I it's mean, awesome. we'll we'll be, uh, yeah, well, I'll be going into, maybe the, around the third quarter almost, it'll be, or I'm sorry, like halfway through the third quarter, probably Atlanta fucking 24, Tampa Bay 10, and then we just got to close out the game, so, but, yeah. no, I'll be watching it, it'll just be more, like, casually on my phone, like, not focused on my phone the whole time, but I'll be, I'll be watching, I'll be listening to it at least.
1: <laughs> Pay attention. Uh, All right, I'll, I'll just give you text updates.
0: No, no, no I'll I'll be, <laughs> oh, no, trust me, it's going to be on my phone, but I'm going to, it's only two hours, There's it's a updates. little, like, it's an indoor playground, so I'll, Small one in the base, so I'll have a chance to watch it. Like I said, I'll be on my phone. I just won't have red zone, so I'll miss the last hour. Which of my wolves of that? It's the Lions Ravens. I hope they would have fucking fluxed that one to the to the fucking four o'clock window like they did Tampa Bay, but they didn't. So, but a hey, great episode, Luke. Tomorrow, college yeah, football. We're get back in here and talk some college. Big weekend. Big games Ohio State, yeah, big game. Ohio games. State, Penn State at Ohio State. I thought it was at Penn State for some reason, but no, it's at Ohio State. So,
1: at the shoe. It's the.
0: Yeah, it's the Michigan-Penn State game that they didn't give, I think, a, a whiteout game for. So I think that's the game I was referring to, not the Ohio State game.
1: Uh, I but, right, college game day will be there. Big game, so,
0: yeah. I'm rooting for Penn State so are So hard, I'm rooting for Penn State. Don't <laughs> want to see Ohio State win. As much as I, I had Ohio State in my, my playoffs, but Potent- I'm okay yeah, with taking them up.
1: Potential playoff matchup here. Like, lo- loser may not make it. Hard and hard for him the, to
0: get in. Well, the loser also needs to make sure that the winner, the winner loses it probably like because if you have a three-way tie between Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, like how do you if they all beat each other? It's a weird tiebreaker. So you just need the loser to win two games and then you beat Michigan essentially, and then there you go. But yeah now, grips so Luke, shout out to you, Doc. I know you're gonna be listening, to Chris. You too. Well, can't wait to get you guys back in here. That's Luke Rule. I'm Mark Davis. This is all about the Boss Podcast, and we are out. Thank you for checking out another episode of All About the Balls podcast. We want to thank all of our listeners and supporters of the Sackhouse. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Sack House.